Hello and welcome to WOW, the positive podcast, showing kids that there's a lot more to the world news than bad news. I'm Alistair, and as a journalist I've worked all over the world. Often I wrote about things that were going wrong, but people also need to know about what's going right, right? That helps us see that there are things that we can all do to make the world a better place. So, I'm here this week with my podcast buddy Clarice to talk about some news that's really encouraging about the state of our oceans. I hope it gives you some ideas too, and maybe a bit of a boost. If you like this podcast, do share it with a friend. Hi Clarice. How are you? And where are you? I guess that's a silly question these days. Hello, Alastair. Yes, of course. I'm still at home in Paris. And is there somewhere else you'd like to be? Well, the weather is nice. But, you know, I'd really love to be able to walk on the beach. Ah, yes, the beach. <laughs> Most of us haven't seen the sea in a long time, eh? But there's been some good news about the sea that I wanted to talk about, so I'm glad you raised it. Oh, and what's that? Well, first of all, it's been great, hasn't it, to see pictures of the sea looking cleaner around our coasts. That's been one of the positive side effects of us all staying at home because of the coronavirus. Have you seen them, Clarice? Ah, you mean like the dolphins swimming in the harbour in Italy? Indeed. And there have been seals and even whales exploring much closer to our cities than they would normally. We've been giving them, I guess, some rare peace and quiet to get on with their lives. But there's also been some really exciting news that comes after years of scientific research into what's going on in the sea all around the world. And scientists have good news for us? Well, the research which they published in Nature, that's a very serious scientific journal, it shows, first of all, that there are, yep, real problems in the ocean. You mean like plastic waste and chemical pollution? Yeah, absolutely, Clarice. And global warming and too much fishing. Aye, plenty of problems. So where's the good news? Well, the good news from this research is that some things are going right. Actually, quite a lot of things are going right. And they're not just going right by accident. They're going right because more people are doing more of the right things. And what are the right things? Well, the easiest way to do something good is to stop doing something bad, right? It can be that simple. And that's why this is news for me that's really exciting. I'm not sure I understand, Alastair. Aren't there lots of big, complicated things we need to do to protect the ocean? Well, there may be, Clarice. But what I'm saying is that not everything is so complicated. Let me give you some examples. Examples are always good. Good. Okay. Whales. There's an example. Now, when children who are listening to us, Clarice, well, let's put it like this. When our listeners' grandparents were young, people were still hunting whales in huge numbers. We humans, we nearly made some kinds of whale extinct. But, well, the good news is, We didn't. And now we've stopped hunting them altogether, pretty much. So that's doing something right. It doesn't sound particularly positive, though. Ah, but the really positive thing in all this research is how nature is responding. 
So it's not just about people doing things. No, the whales are an example. We used to do a bad thing, hunt whales. Now we've stopped doing it. That's good. But what's really, really positive is that whales are actually booming again. For example, down near the South Pole. We've got some great video on the site, wow-news.eu, of these giants, big as a bus, leaping above the waves and crashing back down. I think the joy and the energy of these humpback whales is just a great image of how nature can bounce back and is bouncing back. Mm. So are there other examples of nature coming back? Absolutely, Clarice. The whales are a very visible symbol of this. They're kind of big and hard to miss if you go to the right place. But what this new research shows is that all kinds of sea creatures and plants, even quite insignificant ones to us, are able to repair themselves if only we let them. There are great examples of where people have stopped doing other kinds of damage, stopped fishing in certain places, for example. And there are more and more of these no-fishing zones around the world. Or they've stopped using certain kinds of fishing equipment that used to cause a lot of damage. And so in lots of places, one example we mentioned is Lamlash Bay in Scotland, where I'm from. Things like lobsters and crabs have made a huge comeback. Or in the south of England, where local people have got together to try and rebuild big colonies of oysters in the Solent estuary. They have oysters in England. Yes, Clarice, there are oysters in England. I I know that nowadays we think of oysters as a bit of a speciality in fancy French restaurants. I know that there are a lot of them in Paris, where you are. The sea where I'm from in Edinburgh used to have one of the biggest oyster beds in the world. Not a lot of people know that. It stretched for miles under the sea in an area that we locals called the Firth of Forth. The Firth of Forth. (laughs) Yes, the Firth of Forth. It's not easy to say, is it? It's where the River Forth goes into the North Sea. In English, we call that an estuary. And in Scots, we call it a firth. So it's the Firth of Forth. Anyway, 200 years ago, the Firth of Forth was feeding half of Europe with oysters. And actually, in those days, oysters were more often eaten by poor people than folk in fancy restaurants. So what happened to the oysters in the Firth of Forth? Well, Clarice, our ancestors kind of just ate them all. For over a century, there basically haven't been any oysters in the Firth of Forth. However, now... Not there so much, but in other places at least, people are setting up projects to bring back oysters. That's great because oysters, they act as cleaning filters on the water. So more oysters means healthier sea for everyone. And what the new research shows is that oysters, lobsters, crabs, all those kinds of creatures and things like seaweed and other plant life they're capable of coming back really much, much quicker than people expected. So we really can repair the ocean soon. Well, Carlos Duarte, he's the professor from Saudi Arabia who led this team of scientists, he reckons that in just 20 years, by 2050, a lot of the damage that people have done to the ocean over the years could be fixed. Wow, that's quick. 
Well, yes, it would be. Of course, it ain't gonna happen simply, is it? Carlos says we need to keep our promises about holding down global warming. That means doing what we've all promised to stop burning so much fuel and so on. And we need to start more conservation projects around our coasts. Mm, So, really, maybe it's too big a problem to solve. Well, I don't think we should be downhearted, Clarice. I've taken away two really important ideas from this news. First, if people do the right thing by the sea, which can just mean stopping doing the wrong thing, then the sea is more than capable of doing the repairs itself quite fast. And second, big changes start with little things that we can all do. Each and every one of us can make a difference. We can think more about what we eat and how we live from day to day. We can also look at some of these great examples of projects that often just got started by one or two people getting up off the sofa and going out and doing something. Ah, you mean even children can make a difference? Absolutely, Clarice. In fact, if you go to the WOW News website, wow-news.eu, and ask for a copy of our new fanzine, you'll soon be able to read about one young guy who's doing exactly that. For our new print edition of WOW, I spoke to Louis Matisse. He's 12 and he lives in Cornwall in the southwest of England. Do you know what he does when he's not at school? Mm, No. What does he do? If I'd lived in Cornwall, I'd go to the beach. Well, you got it, Clarice. Louis Matisse does go to the beach. But when he gets there, he spends his time picking up plastic rubbish. He can fill bags of it on an afternoon. And when he gets home, he makes pictures with it. They're really cool, and you can see them on Instagram. His page is called Mini Beach Cleaner. Wow. And why does he do that? Well, you'll have to read the interview with Louis Matisse in WOW. wow wow-news.eu. But what really impressed me is how clearly Louis Matisse explains that every single person makes a difference to the planet, even if we start small. Mm, That's an important thing to remember, Alastair. I read the story in WOW last week about the astronaut Jessica. She's just come back from space and she said, we need to look after planet Earth. Exactly, Clarice. Jessica and other astronauts all talk about how when you see the Earth from space, it makes you suddenly realise how beautiful it is and how much we all simply need to look after it. Whatever any of us do has an effect. We have to choose at the level of each of our daily lives, whether or not to help nature. But the really great news this week is that if we choose to help, then nature will do the rest herself. Perfectly put, Clarice. Okay, I'm going to go and read WOW and dream about going to the beach soon, I hope. That sounds good, Clarice. Enjoy your daydreams. Thank you for listening to WOW News, the positive podcast. If you find it interesting, do tell a friend about us. 
And if you feel inspired to get involved in making a difference, do go to the website, wow-news.eu and drop us a line to tell us. That's it from me. I'm Alistair. I'll be back with Clarice next week. Until then, stay home, stay safe and keep positive.